it's been a long time since they did a two man. Mm-hmm. Our schedule's all well, you know, our, our our yearly rhythm is messed up too. So way off, yeah. I did wear my Lance Stevenson jersey, but I don't think it helped. Hmm. But it doubles as a TJ Warren jersey in the, from the front. Oh, that's true. Nice. I was uh you said you were wearing a Lance jersey, but for some reason I thought your Lance jersey was blue. So that might have oh, been okay. part of the problem. I where see. I couldn't find you. No, I don't. Uh... Sorry, Siri just uh, decided to do something. I don't know why. Um... No, like no one else. Uh, I mean, I told my parents I was gonna, you know, be there, and no one, no one else saw me. So mm. no one else told me. They, but there's been some some scattered sightings of Catherine. So yeah, but whatever. It's all good. All right. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Welcome Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your more than semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is August 18th, 2020. This is episode 466. This show, we're going to discuss game one of the 2020 bubble playoffs. It's just the regular playoffs, but they're in the bubble. Uh, game one finished earlier today. And uh, with me, just one of our analysts, still coast to coast like butter toast. He's from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. It's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, fellow undebeatable? Um, tough night for the Pacers. We lost home court advantage. Um, <laughs> so that's really going to kill us going forward, I think. Yep. Um, you know, we, we still have uh, uh, our logos on the floor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, we we, we got to we got to get this back. So the the game uh, today ended up uh, Miami 113 Pacers 101. Um, it was competitive for most of the game, but I, I you know Miami pulled away uh, towards the end. And really the fourth quarter, 32 points to the Pacers, uh, 21. Uh, leading scorers, you know, on the Indiana side, Malcolm Brogdon had 22 as well as T.J. Warren. Uh, and on Miami's side, uh, Jimmy Butler had a great game, 24 points, and Goran Dragic uh, also or also uh, doing well, 24 points. Um, and Tyler Hero was a pain in the butt off the bench, mm-hmm. was uh, 15 points. So, Jason, what did you see in it, uh, today, and uh, uh, how do you think uh, we need to move forward? Well, yeah, I mean, lots of things to unpack in this game. Obviously, disappointing loss. Um 
real and and especially more excruciating when it comes at the hands of Jimmy Butler, who is rapidly becoming the most punchable uh, <laughs> player in the NBA. Uh, he made several key shots down the stretch and played some great defense and really um, imposed his will uh, on this game, which I thought was was the difference. But beyond that, I thought that Miami just did a really good job taking care of the basketball. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was the main difference is the Pacers were successful in the first half when they were able to, uh, cause turnovers, get out in transition and, and get easy buckets, uh, because the Pacers execution against Miami's half court defense is really, really, uh, I think I texted it at one point that it was, it was disgusting, uh, for long stretches of time. So, um, it was interesting though. It was different than maybe what we had expected. You know, we came into the series really, or at least I came into the series really worried about Bam Adebayo being a playmaker and them hitting uh, a bunch of three point shots. And we kind of held them, um, okay from three point range. I think they only hit like 13 or something overall. Yeah. 13 to 35. Yeah. Which is not, which is not good, horrible, right? Not yeah. backbreaking. Right. Um, but I thought the key guy was Goran Dragic in this game. Ugh. Like he always got a bucket when they needed a bucket. He was always under control, um, got them into good offense and got them good looks. Um, yeah. I don't know. What did, what did you see? Actually, you had a um, front row seats. I, I heard. I did. I was I was sitting front row in the in the virtual fan section. They they moved us around a couple of times, so you may have uh, you, listeners may have seen me uh, floating around uh, the arena. But uh, the experience was pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, you know, you could you can see and hear uh, the people in your section. They sort of break them up into a couple of different sections. Um, so it's it's you know as close as it's going to be to being at a game with other fans. You know, you can hear them talking and uh, you know. And there's you know just chat chatter between people and there was one random Heat fan who, who I don't know how you got in there but uh, mm. he was vo- like it would have been fine if he was quiet but he was like vocal uh, and so they uh, I believe they ended up either muting him or kicking him out because uh, it, it didn't last that long oh, which man, is something that that's lame well I mean I'm glad it, they booted him out you know yeah but yeah oh yeah it's lame that yeah it was you know he's talking trash to to a room full of. Uh, Pacer fan. It's a Pacer thing. Like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. So, but, uh, overall it was, it was pretty cool. Um, my wife was, uh, she, she was, uh, sitting next to me. Uh, so we both had our, you know, it's the, it's 2020. So we we were both watching the game on our laptops, (laughs) sitting next to each other on the couch. Uh, so, um, so what is it like? So you're just watching like a little screen, of the game and then you can see all the other people like a like a, a zoom call or whatever yeah so it's actually so they run everything through microsoft teams and if you've mm-hmm. used teams before it's mm-hmm. chat chat uh it's very similar to skype or zoom it's a you know chat program uh, but basically um you know it's like like in a zoom call if you've got a bunch of people you've got all the windows so to watch the game it's just one of the it's just one of the windows and you can kind of pin that one up and and mm-hmm. so you can see the game and then you get like smaller you know video feeds of the of the people and then um you can also sort of like for some of the time i would do a split screen and you they call it uh together mode i think 
But um, when you do that, it looks like it does in the stadium where, you, you know, you've got like the stadium seats oh, and you okay, see the, cool. the, the little heads. So you can see that too. Um, there was some, it, it was kind of fun that, you know, when people were, were being more participatory, there was like some high fives in between, you know, <laughs> your, your neighbors and stuff and some, uh, you know, knuckle bumps and stuff like that. So um, I wanted to do the wave, but that was very impossible because, you know, people don't know where they're, sure. they're sitting. Yeah, I have seen um, Jill and I have noticed um, sometimes. Uh, obviously, the so Catherine I saw was sitting. She was like behind one of the baskets, and there they uh-huh. like wave and try to distract guys when they're shooting free throws. Or we saw one fan base. I forget who it was, but they like pretended like they were sleeping when somebody was at the free throw line, <laughs> which I thought was pretty clever. So it's cool that you guys yeah. can sort of like interact and know that you're in the same. Yeah. section or whatever and do some coordinated yeah. things which is kind of fun um about the game though itself what what did you think was like the key uh piece um yeah i mean i mean it's kind of you know i guess one thing we haven't mentioned at all was oladipo mm-hmm. you know started the game uh but he he uh got poked in the eye early in the, in the first half and and did not come back i guess the not seen any reports on on uh his status but uh you know i'm hoping it you know hoping it will just be you know be back on thursday um yeah i hope so too yeah it it did look bad i mean i think he played eight minutes so i think it was like at about the four minute mark of the first quarter and just took an errant um finger to the eye from i think it was jay crowder um yeah it was and yeah, he just looked like drunk and yeah. stumbly. Uh, Pacers called a timeout, but then, and then he shot the free throws, so he was eligible to come back in. But they immediately fouled just to get him out of the game. And yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously that was huge, right? Because one of the things that you sort of worry about with this Pacers team. Uh, in any matchup, but especially this matchup, is where are they going to get points? How are we going to score yeah. 110 points a night, right? And without already without Sabonis and without now Oladipo, um, the uh, the announcers were certainly surprised when the Pacers were keeping it close. Um, but it yeah. seemed like they didn't have enough, you know, juice in the tank. Basically, the, there wasn't many people to go to, right? Especially when yeah. your third option at that point is probably going to be Miles Turner, and he was really seemed out of his element tonight yeah. or this afternoon, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm looking at. So you're looking at the uh, at the roster, you know. So uh, you know, T.J. Warren. This is his first playoff game ever. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been a good 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 player in the league, but he's not been on good teams. Um, you know, Aaron Holiday started. Not a lot of playoff experience. Um, you know, a lot of our guys are young, like Miles Turner has some, but you know, you know, I don't, you're, you're right. Where are these points going to come from off the bench? Justin holiday, you know, definitely good in the first half and end with 11 points. You know, he shot well for the day, but he was perfect, but you know, he still, you know, only took seven shots. Right. Um, and Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I was, uh, four shots total. Uh, one of them was not a three pointer. That's uh, you know McConnell was was good in stretches, but you know gave us five, and he's never going to give you you know fifty. Uh, 
Yeah, I thought the bench unit played quite well, as we've mm-hmm. come to expect them come in and bring a lot of energy and um, uh, they're much. They are much more um, fluid offensively, just because of TJ McConnell, almost because he sort of. Yeah gets into the lane and then you know weaves around and just people tend to move more and it creates um more opportunities as opposed to the um starters which lately have had this tendency to sort of maybe do one action and then the ball swings and you know either Oladipo or Warren or Brogdon just kind of try to take a guy one-on-one right and against this heat defense it's just not gonna work so the the coaching staff right. needs to come up with something more dynamic, I think. I don't know how easy that is at this stage of the game, but certainly we've seen this Pacers team play more fluid offense. Um although that was of course with Sabonis, you know, running high post action and all that stuff. So um yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Jakar Sampson put in some good minutes. Um, yeah. And uh, that was about it. <laughs> McBuckets hit yeah. a three, you know, like it was. But, yeah, a very little bit from here to there. Yeah. S- Sumner was tough. I thought I thought he played fine. Uh, sure. But, uh, you know, just six points. So that's, that's not where that's coming from. Uh, but he's fearless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Miami definitely targeted him. Yeah. Uh, on the defensive end, you know, like there were several times down the stretch where they would uh, run a pick and roll to get a switch so that he was guarding Jimmy Butler and, and Butler right. is just so much bigger and stronger and smarter and experienced. Like he's just able to make things happen pretty easily. Um, so, yeah. So I don't know going forward. I think, um, I think miles Turner, yeah, as we sort of highlighted uh, in the, when we did our podcast a couple of days ago is sort of the key to this series, like how he plays against Bam. Cause Bam was really pushing him around. And, um, so Turner couldn't get much going offensively. Uh, and then defensively it didn't offer a ton of resistance. Although he did get a couple blocks, but, um, yep. you know, didn't really make Bam sweat <laughs> at some level on the offensive end. So, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Is there a path forward? Yeah. I mean, I think so. You know, I just don't, they just didn't look settled. And and like I said, I, you know, a lot of these, you know, are load bearing players, you know, like particularly TJ Warren, like they haven't been in this Mm. atmosphere Mm -hmm. before. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, that's just the game one, you know, game one. Hopefully, there's a good counterpunch that the, you know, hopefully the the nerves will settle and, um, you know, the the coaching team will uh, come up with a you know some strategies, uh, to counteract. But I mean, look, Spolster's done this a bunch of times, so you know, I, I'm I'm hoping for the best, but you know, I I don't know, uh, how much of a, a advantage we're going to gain uh, in that department. Yeah. Um, so there's a you know hope that. Uh, Hope Old Depot comes back healthy and is a good, solid contributor. Um, it, it, I mean, Duncan Robinson was was you know was scared about him, but he you know he he didn't do too much. You just can't leave him open. But 
Yeah, I thought uh, that Pace did a good job of staying inside his shirt and, you know, not giving him daylight, really. I mean, he he got that one uh, uh, and one on a three. He missed the free throw. Right. But, um, that was sort of the only yeah. dangerous spot. Um, the scary thing about Miami is they went nine deep tonight. Um, they didn't even play their rookie of the year candidate, uh, Kendrick Knight, at all. Um, so they have even more weapons in the, they have another chess piece that they can right. pull out, you know, should Nate McMillan figure out something to really, um, unlock that sure. defense. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle. I mean, it, yeah, I was worried about, I just don't, we don't match up with this team super well. No, I, and they, I agree. they play such good defense that <clears throat> it's really going to have to be a scrap in it and, you know, forcing them into mistakes and getting out uh, and getting easy buckets, I think. Um, but yeah, hopefully, you know, we got the home crowd Thursday at one again. Yeah. So, uh, and hopefully Oladipo can see straight. <laughs> that would help. Jakar Samson, yeah, we mentioned he, he, he did play well. I was happy, you know, he, he rose to the moment, you know, I, I didn't mm-hmm. expect really, you know, the things he does well, I, I, you know, scoring is not one of those. And I was, uh, he was making stuff happen, so I think he's he's kind of an X factor kind of guy where he just kind of shows up and you know people you know I, I don't know if you know exactly what you're gonna do against him, but he uh, he did a good job, you know. I, but the thing is, I don't know if you're gonna get ten points out of him next game. You know, I don't. I yeah, don't, I don't expect I, that. You can't count on that. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, the the positives out of this, the Pacers did sort of, they actually won the rebounding battle, which is always a concern for this team. Um, you know, granted, both teams shot super well, so there weren't a ton of opportunities, I guess, but um, they didn't give up too many O-boards, which was good. Something I was definitely worried about um, going into this. So there are a couple positives to build on. I thought Brogdon played quite well. Um He's mm-hmm. he's super strong, and maybe he just needs to take this team by the scruff of the neck and be like, okay, I'm, I'm you know, TJ's a little, little hobbled with his plantar fasciitis. Vic's only got one eye, so <laughs> let me just take over and score 40 points a night and, and, yeah. and do that. Um, yeah, we'll see, I guess. But I think, yeah... I- with all these injuries, particularly to our better players, um, the sort of the leadership, uh, I, yeah, I think that the the leadership vacuum. No, there's a vacuum, but like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, now Vic, you know, Vic was in, now he's out. Sabonis is out. Um, you know, I, the players got to kind of figure it out on the fly. Like, all right, well, who's going to do this? And and Brogdon, Brogdon certainly has it in his. Um, capacity to do these kind of things you know he's i think he's a natural leader um but it's also not always the right thing to do when you you've got you know all-stars around Mm -hmm. you but Mm -hmm. maybe these guys uh if he's not there say you know yeah i got this i'll dump in a bunch of points for you and 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 run the offense a little bit differently well it's interesting you say that the the tnt guys were talking about that at halftime that kind of for both of these teams one of the um shortcomings is they don't know 
who's the guy they're going to go to in the last five minutes to get a bucket? Like who's the alpha dog? Um, and that is, is I think more clear from Miami. I think Jimmy Butler is, is going to be that guy for them. Um, for the Pacers. Yeah. It's, it's, are you going to go to TJ Warren? You know, is right. it Brogdon when Oladipo's out there? Is he your closer? Um, I mean, it's on the one hand, it's nice to have three capable guys that can score in the stretch, but then it's also like, uh, you know, who do you look to in the huddle? Who's who's going to be in the huddle at a timeout? And, you know, say whatever Nate McMillan drew up. Don't worry about it. Just get me the ball. We'll <laughs> get a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that was annoying was. Uh, the, the TNT announcers were talking about how bad Jimmy Butler's three-point shooting was. Mm. Uh, and then he hits two uh, in, you know, late in the fourth quarter. Um, you knew that was coming, though. That's like when they uh, yeah. a really good free-throw shooter goes to the line. And yeah, yeah. This guy never misses. And then Brogdon bricks two in a row or something. So. There was a Pacers broadcast recently where they they were clearly doing it on purpose uh, to try and <laughs> get him to miss. Uh you know, he said, "Oh, he's shot so well this year. He's the percent, whatever, ninety percent or whatever." And then, uh, and then he, you know, he makes it. And today, uh, Quinn's like, "Oh, didn't work, did it?" He's like, "No, nope, <laughs> not this time." <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Pacers play again. Game two is what Thursday at one o'clock, yep. I believe. Yep, yep. Uh, on TNT, I will not be in the building for that. Um, nor will you. Nor will anybody think right but uh well that one's espn oh that one's espn okay great we're way better on espn yeah yeah we're definitely a we're an espn team that's right uh so you'll get uh some different announcers surprised that the pacers haven't lost at (laughs) halftime well anything else uh for this game no that's all i got all right um, it was interesting watching the game that way with with the virtual fans. Like you're you were commi- you know commiserating. Mm-hmm. You, know, every, you know there there was a lot of chatter in the, in the last couple minutes when they were like down ten. It got it got real quiet. So which mm. is uh, what happens at a normal game. So yep. Uh, anyway, um, all right. We'll we'll be back with you. Um, I think we're gonna to try to do another one like this next Thursday after the um, after the Pacers win there, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's a trip uh, to the Miami court <laughs> to the Miami graphics department, and we can uh, talk trash about their virtual fans. Yep, sounds good. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do it on uh, Twitter. We're at Undebeatables, Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website, TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can send us a message. You can rate and review us wherever you're, you're listening. And we've got T-shirts for sale. And for once and always, Coach and Hall of Famer, Bobby Slick Leonard. Turn out the lights. The party's over. This is smooth. Thanks. We need Slick as our coach, I think. Yeah. Mm. That'd be fun to have him on the bench. Just as like the 
Would you want him as a head coach or an assistant coach? No, like a like the equivalent of um, what's our guy Popeye Jones? Like he's okay, like the player, yeah. uh, just like hype guy. Like sure. he, oh he yeah, gets the players in the right headspace. You know. Okay. Slick would be great at that. He's a sure. he's a role he's a role player coach. You know. Right. Right. He's a role coach. That's right. Yeah. I was so bummed out. Like it was weird. Like that. It just, you know, I know it's the playoffs, but mm-hmm. uh, but the atmosphere is totally different. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially like against this Miami team. Like we, it's not like we went into this uh, matchup with a lot of momentum, right. feeling like we, you know, have a great chance to get to the second round. But yeah. Um, but maybe this, you know, now's when, you know, one thing One thing this team has always done is clawed their way back when you think they're out of it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, tr- I mean, I trust these do. guys. Yeah, exactly. And maybe Demonis Simonis will come walking through that door uh, <laughs> Friday afternoon or something. Yes, that would be awesome. It looks like we might be playing Orlando later in the series if we if we can continue. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, inside track to the yep. finals. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I didn't see any of that game. I just tuned in at the I, very I, last second. I didn't either, but uh... but Colson was wrong. Is the bottom line? So. Yeah, actually, we were all wrong. We were all wrong. I think I think we all picked a sweep. <laughs> yeah. 